Welcome to the Live Well Podcast. I'm your host, Liv, a naturopathic doctor, mentor, energy healer, Akashic reader, intuitive, energetic business mentor, and honestly, so much more. I help you heal on a physical and emotional level so that you can feel delicious in your health, body, relationships, career, and bank account. This show is for those of you who are looking to go beyond the basic wellness stuff, cut out the BS, and really create a life you love. We talk about health, trauma healing, energetics, feminine energy, wealth, and magnetism so that you can live a life that feels delicious. In these episodes, we will have an honest conversation without the fluffy bullshit. You walk away with all of the insights, tools, and tips to truly live your best life, mind, body, and soul. If you are looking to live well, you are in the right place. For ways to work with me, visit keepupwithlive.com and follow me on Instagram at keepupwithlive for more. And with that, let's get into the show. All right. Welcome to the show, Andy. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for having me. It's so good to get to speak with you again. So for those people who don't know, and I know this is like the dreaded who you are question, but if we could give my audience a kind of Cole's notes, who is Andy? What do you do? What are you passionate about? What would you say? I would say I love cats going to the beach and reading. Just kidding. <laughs> I told you that that's how I've answered that's that right. question before. I do love cats. Mine is about to climb in, on me. So it was like funny that I'm like telling you I love cats and here she comes climbing on me. Um I, I spent about a decade of my career working in the beauty industry. I work as a consultant now with wellness businesses, conscious brands, um, women who are on their own CEO journey. I'm also a huge nature lover, and I actually just wrote a book called Elemental. It's all about nature rituals to help heal you from the inside out, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Those things are really, really important to me. I, um, I grew up on the East coast and I've lived a lot of different places. And I find that for me, change is something I really enjoy and ex exploring mm. curiosity or things I really, really love. So I, I find that I getting a little uncomfortable is always really good for me. So I, I love, I love that. Um, Growing up in a family that my, my family was was quirky. My mom was like an 80s aerobics instructor and was into all the wellness stuff before it was like cool to be into wellness stuff. She like worked on her aerobics routines at home at, at night. And so I got to like hang out with her and do things like that. And, and it just it always had me thinking about just new ways of being well because she was always interested in that. So that's a little bit about me. I live in Los Angeles now and um you know, to me, I think success is all about finding a way to live slowly, live really well, enjoy your life, and also feel a sense of purpose and accomplishment while while doing all of that. Oh, wow. I love that. Okay. So immediately, as soon as you said that, I want to kind of like go into what you said about like what success means to you and that kind of like that slowness. And I think sometimes we can get caught up on like success being very pressure and achieving and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So like how, or like, what would you say or speak to when it comes to success being more like that and how someone could start to not only look at success like that, but maybe break out of any patterns they have of maybe more being in their masculine. Yeah. So I, I feel like I learned this a bit the hard way. I, when I was, when I was in my twenties, I was, I've always been a super achiever and I was really doing the like hustle hard career ladder. I was the youngest senior executive at the beauty brand that I worked for. I was 27 when I was in a VP role and I was really proud of what I had accomplished. And 
I had, I, I put everything out there to, to have that sort of success. I bought a house that same year that I was promoted. And there were things that I was like, okay, I'm 27 and I'm doing this. I own a house and I have the job. And then I took a look at myself and I was really not well. I was drinking too much. I was not sleeping well. My, um, my workout routine was solely based on like how I appeared on the outside, not how I was taking care of myself mentally and physically and emotionally and spiritually, all of those things that I think are really important to balance. So I took a look at that and I was like, okay, I've worked really hard to get to this place. And yet I don't feel successful. I don't feel well. I don't feel like I have good relationships. In fact, actually my relationships are kind of toxic and mm -hmm. the things that I'm motivated by, I, I don't, you know, if, if someone, if someone were to take a look at this, they may say it's quite shallow. So like, what am I really doing here? And so I, while I loved my job and it took a, a quite a few years more down the road to make that decision, I, I decided to leave my corporate job with no real plan and to kind of force myself into a slowdown. And I, I saved, I saved money before I did that so that I could feel, I could feel safe to make that decision. Mm -hmm. But on the other side of that, I, as I started considering some modalities like yoga and um, meditation and breath work and just things that I had not considered before, I noticed that what, what I would find at the end of a day to be con to be considered something that had created a successful day had nothing to do with that external validation that I had been working so hard to get for so many years. And that really shifted my thinking. Now, I know you're also like certified in Kundalini out of like those like modalities. And when you talk about being well, like mentally, spiritually, emotionally, like physically, are there any like specific things that you stick out to you that you did or like still do that you feel like had like a high ROI, if you will, that really like, makes you feel good that you could like recommend or like point people in the direction of what you thought was really supportive for you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's truly in my my book that just came out this past spring, Elemental, truly every ritual and practice in that book came from me doing things for myself first. It was it was, you know, one of those one of those things where I was keeping track of some of the rituals and practices and modalities that I really enjoyed and my literary agent and I were having a conversation and she this was during 2020 and she's like, "What are you up to right now?" It's like, you know, just trying to like make it through this really, really tough time. And she was like, and how are you doing that? And I was like, oh, I'm like, you know, here's a, here's a variety of practices that are really working for me. And that ended up becoming my book. But one of the things that was the through line was nature was the, that was the through line that giving myself time in nature made such an incredible difference in my life. And there was certainly a time when I would say, you know, I, I would answer that question differently depending on when you when you ask it. There was a time where my kundalini practice was really central in my life. Right now, it's really not. It there was a time where I really needed it. Um, mm -hmm. There was a time where my um, vinyasa yoga practice maybe was it, or my meditation practice was it. If I didn't, if I wasn't on my meditation mat at seven a.m., I didn't feel quite regulated going into the day. Now I'd rather sleep in a little bit and then have a slow, leisurely breakfast sitting outdoors with my husband. And that is what does it for me now. So mm -hmm. I think that through line, though, being nature, that having time outdoors, no matter what that looked like, even if it's just going and taking a walk in the sun for five minutes in the afternoon or having a tea and putting my feet in the grass at the end of the day, like that's the stuff that has made a big impact on me. And I think sometimes when people 
here that I wrote a book about rituals, they're like, I don't have time for a morning ritual routine. I got to like get the kids out the door and I got to get to work and I've got to do a million things before it's even 8am. And I am definitely not prescriptive when it comes to rituals. I am 1000% going to recommend you do what feels good for you. And if you can spend a little bit of time just connecting to the earth, you'll probably feel better than you would have otherwise. I love that you said nature's. I feel like that's you know, when we think about rituals, sometimes we can necessarily get caught up in like a vibey, like super complicated, like ritual yeah. where we need all these things. And it's like, you have like just the earth outside, like anyone and anytime can do it, bring your kids outside, sit on the ground with your kids. Like it's free, it's accessible, like go outside and then there you go. And so I love that you found that that was like the through line. Cause I think that's so important that even if you don't have time to like light the best candle and script in this journal and blah, but like we can go outside, we can bring kids outside, we can do this, we can drink our coffee out there, we can eat a meal out there, we can like stack those things and just like you said, get outside. And I think even when we spend so much time inside, you know, inside our houses or buildings or offices, or even spending a lot of time inside in the last couple of years, because going outside was complicated, now going back outside and really giving yourself that, even the ions from the earth, and we think about like yeah. physical grounding with it, has so much benefit. I feel like it's so underrated, but I also like that you have a book of practices. So we're going to leave that below because if you, I think if people have a resource that they can then, oh, maybe I'll try this practice. Like that's also a cool. So I love that you gave us kind of both options. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you'll see in the book, it's like, you'll find things that are like, yeah, three minutes of going and taking a walk in the sun, or you'll find things that are a little bit more extensive. If you do want to like really sit down and, and give yourself some like juicy self-care, there's um, there's masks you can make at home for your skin out of things that are in your pantry. And there's, you know, teas you can brew from the spices and the herbs from your local natural market. So there's like really a variety of things. And my intention is just to give you so many good options for you to take good care of yourself. And like you said, maybe you have like a phase where like it's maybe like teas and this, and then you go into a different phase where yeah. that's more, I feel like I'm going to really like this book. Cause even what you said about teas to me, just making a, a tea infusion with like rosehip and chamomile, I'm like, that to me is nourishing for my system and I can drink it while doing something else. But like, it took me a minute to assemble. You steep it for 15 minutes and you don't have to like watch the tea. You can do whatever things. And then you come back and you drink it and there you go. And that's like a little thing. So I find even having examples of those little things that people can add, it doesn't actually have to take so much time. And you can just like, instead of drinking just plain water, maybe you drink like an infusion or like a tea, or instead of doing this, like you do that in the shower with the face mask while you're like, I don't know, wiping down the kitchen, you have a mask on, right? So there's little, I think, things that we can also do. Mm -hmm. Now, I know you're also about manifestation, but you also no longer teach manifestation the way that you used to. So mm -hmm. your Instagram <laughs> post about how you kind of like switch that. Can you, I love for you to like expand like why you don't need to be broken, quote unquote broken, or like at rock bottom as your starting point and like how your relationship with manifestation and how you see it now has kind of changed and evolved. Yeah. Yeah. I love talking about this. So I definitely found that for, for the duration of my life, I was a pretty good manifester and I did not have a system in any capacity. I just would notice that if I, if I really put some attention on things that I could, I could, I could get doors open. And a part of that was as I was learning what I was doing was I was intentional. I was taking action. I was feeling into what it would be like if I had the success. So I was like, okay, what's really going on here? Manifestation is about 
how we, there's a couple of things. It's how we feel, what our, what our emotional body has to say about a potential experience. It's about the action that we're taking. It's, we, we see a lot of manifestation teachers teaching that it's a vibration. And if you can get on the same vibration, then like that thing is for you. And I think there's a little bit of truth, truth to that, that if you can, if you can be at a, if you can be at a specific vibration, which are our emotion, emotional frequencies are in fact vibrational waves. If you can be on that vibration, then you can likely call something in for yourself faster, perhaps. But I think the the big reason I shifted the way that I'm teaching it is I would find that so many women were coming coming into my manifestation courses. And that's what they were saying. I'm broken. I'm at a rock bottom. And I hear in order to manifest, because this is what they're seeing out on the internet, I need to like work through this brokenness or I need to work through this rock bottom before I can start to create a desirable life and or I have to be high vibe all the time in order to create this desirable life. And I was like, this is wild because this is in fact not true. Like one, we're human beings. We're not going to always be on the same vibrational frequency every single day. If we walk through the world thinking we're going to be high vibe all the time. We're not going to actually process the stuff as you really well know and, and teach. And so that was really concerning to me. So I think the process of manifestation, which I think some of the things I have an eight step guide. I've, it's a free guide. I've been offering it for five years now. And I, I don't think that anything on that guide isn't exactly right on. I I really stand by it still. And when I look at that guide and what it includes, it's like, get really clear on what you want. But the reality is, reality is you probably are not even thinking big enough. Like what you want right now is only in the realm of what you think is possible. So even that becomes a little challenging. Because if you're like, I want an apartment with a lot of natural light. Well, if I were to ask you, like, dream a little bit bigger, what do you actually want? Well, I don't want it to be an apartment because I don't actually want to live, like, with another person on the other side of the wall. I actually would love for it to be a house with a garden. But I don't think I can have that. So it's even creating those lists can be really challenging because we're just not able to see the highest possibility because our our egoic mind and some of the stuff going on in our subconscious is like, no, no, you got you to gotta stay a little bit smaller than that. So I think that there's a little bit of a challenge there. And so what I really encourage people to do now, and this is in the guide, but it's, it's, I think it's even easier than going through a full eight step practice is notice what's going on with you emotionally. If you need to do some, some work on regulating that, do that work. That's, that's important. And then get yourself in rooms where you can start to see new possibilities. And that might be an in-person room where you're like hanging out with other people that are opening up your mindset. It could just be virtual rooms. It could be the podcasts you're listening to. I think that's really, really important. You got to be able to see something bigger in order to start to step into that. And then think about as you write that list of what you really want, what action can you take day by day? to start to create more of that future for yourself. And I, I work with a lot of women who are building businesses. And so to me, that's really, really important. I do believe you can manifest that business that you want, manifest that life that you want, travel, have financial freedom. I think you can do all of those things. And it's not about just sitting and trying to get into that high vibe frequency all the time. It's about that other work and how, how, you're, how you're showing up for yourself each day.
I'm just hopping on to let you guys know about the new power program. This is changing the game when it comes to building uncircumstantial personal power. Your nervous system will never be the same. We will be covering everything to become unstoppable in your personal power. That personal power then gives you the audacity to truly be all that you are. We will be covering everything to break out of the wounding, trauma, and conditioning that creates circumstantial personal power, building that audacity to have a rock-solid confidence and speak your truth, dissolving those physical symptoms that go with a lack of personal power, releasing fears and doubts, being able to set boundaries and hold them with ease so you no longer people please, how to not dip into your power no matter the circumstance and be the one emitting your own power and really dissolving that feeling of being a victim of your life and really how to anchor in taking your power back and being the creator of it. It is so juicy, so good. We will leave the description for it down below as well as the link to join. I am so excited to help you rewire your nervous system from all the stuck emotions and trauma and anchor in personal power. We'll also be going through the exact processes and methods to build it so you don't dip ever again. So if you want your nervous system to be unstoppable when it comes to personal power, take your power back and get off that roller coaster of external circumstance, I will see you inside. I love so much of what you said. <laughs> I'm like, this is why I resonate with you. But I think even with, I remember when I first learned about manifestation, I was like, okay, I need to be high vibe all the time. All and if I'm not high vibe, but then we get into this like lack and scarcity of like perfection of like, I got to be high vibe. Oh no, I'm not in high vibe. Okay. Yeah. All this pressure to be high vibe. And it's like the pressure to be high vibe creates so, so much lack and scarcity about trying to be high vibe. Like, what even is high vibe? And so now when people ask me, how do I be high vibe? I'm like, don't worry about being high vibe. <laughs> but it's so true because then that, uh, like that pressure to try to be it, it's just not attainable. Right. Yeah. And then we take our humanness out of it and I'm like, Oh, so like I can't have emotions. Like I'm only supposed to be high vibe. And then like, but no, I can also attract things while like I'm not the most perfect high vibe. And I think even what you just said in terms of like the, the taking action and like dreaming bigger and like normalizing new levels for yourself. And I, I speak to normalization in a lot of different contexts, but I'm so glad you brought that up as well because I agree. So many people don't give themselves the permission. They're like, Oh, I guess I'll just like have this. And then you could put yourself in rooms where people are doing bigger things or thinking bigger things. You're like, Whoa. I didn't even think of like that realm of possibility. And then you start to give permission. Like, Ooh, maybe I'd like that. Maybe I could have that, you know, instead of just being like, all right, maybe I'll have my business and I won't go to, you know, work, you know, at an office. Maybe it's like, Oh no, I'm actually going to travel around the world. I'm actually going to have this. I'm going to have that. Or I don't know, have someone that cleans your house. Maybe before that you wouldn't like think of that as a realm of, of something. So I'm really glad that you brought that in. Cause I, I do agree. People don't, either give themselves the permission to like be bigger and, or they're surrounded by people that aren't necessarily dreaming bigger. So they're just a byproduct of what they surround themselves with. They're just not exposed. You don't know that other things exist. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I think it's really, it's really, really important because I think exactly what you just said about the high vibe thing. It's like, yeah, we, we need to, we need to have strategies to work through emotions like anger and frustration and fear and envy and all of those things. We absolutely need to have those strategies, but we would not be human if we did not experience those emotions. And it's really not healthy for us to attempt to suppress those emotions because we've like decided they're, they're bad and that we can't, we can't create the life we want because we have, you know, quote unquote, bad emotions. 
And all they do really is sweep under the rug and then they right. stack in the subconscious and, and they're there anyways, even <laughs> if you're trying to pretend they're not there. So that just a whole host of other things. Now, while you were kind of like speaking about manifestation and like helping people with their businesses, I know you're also founding a new like skincare line, a very minimalist um, mm-hmm. called Casa Noon, which um, the branding, I, I love a good branding. The aesthetic, I'm just like, it takes me back to Tulum and I'm just like, oh, this is, I love a beautiful aesthetic. So can you speak to kind of like your journey into like the product-based business and like how you followed your intuition to really branch into this new way? Because I think people have so many dreams about whether it's creating a product line or maybe they want to do this or but doubt creeps in fear and kind of like your whole journey into coming into this. Yeah, absolutely. It's been such a long time in the making. I, um, I mentioned at the top of the conversation, I spent years working in the beauty industry and I never considered that I wanted to create my own brand. I've had many entrepreneurial eras in my life in which I've, I had a brick and mortar shop at one point. I, I ran a fashion incubator, many years ago. And I, uh, I worked as a travel blogger at one point, there's just been a lot of different eras to my entrepreneurial journey. And I, that's one of the things that I know about myself is I need to follow as a manifesting generator, especially in human design, I need to follow what's lighting me up. And so it was probably about five years ago, I started getting this little, like this little, little tingle that was like, perhaps you need to be creating something, something of your own in in this realm. And, you know, a lot of people will say, that they created a product because they couldn't find what they were looking for. And I have a little bit of that. There was a little bit of like, I wanted this, this maximal efficacy with minimal ingredients. I really wanted something that was super high functional in terms of the ingredients. So that the product has functional mushrooms, it has fermented fruit. And I wasn't really finding a lot of that. But I think if I had dug hard enough, I probably could have found something. I didn't necessarily have to create something, but it really came down to I am going to hold a standard for this particular product. And I know a lot about the beauty industry and what can kind of like pass as clean and what can pass Mm. as organic. And so it's like, okay, I'm going to hold a standard that I personally want for myself. And that's going to be the standard I hold, I hold for the people that I'm creating this product for. And that means that when I say functional, I really mean it. When I say, um, fermented ingredients. I really mean it. When I say clean, I really mean it. And I am most importantly, my own first customer. So I decided that it was time to, to, it was time to see what I could create. And so now we've been, it's been about two years in the making, um, in terms of like, from the moment that I met with the chemist and the formulation team that I've been working with, they're based in Australia. They're absolutely amazing. They get it. They know what I, I want. So it's it's been a slow process, but a really great process because I want to deliver something that's got that like luxury feel and that you feel like this is everything I need to feel, just feel amazing. And it's also made for women like me that are outside, that love the sun, that love the sea, that love to travel. And that's that was important to me too, that I'm not someone who's going to pack a 10 step skincare routine to go, you know, to go to the beach with my family. I'm going to throw a couple things in my bag. And I wanted this collection to really be super multitasking and that you could put three products in a bag and be like, all right, I'm good to go. So that's, um, that's really where it all came from. And I also love a good brand aesthetic. So that part was really fun for me to create too. I mean, let's be honest when something's aesthetic, it's a lot 
more pleasurable to use. And I think sometimes with like natural things, sometimes they aren't in the most aesthetic yeah. packaging or it's not the most fun. Like, oh, the ingredients are good, but like you don't smile when you see like the aesthetics on your counter versus something yeah. you want to show off that's like, oh, it's functional and it's beautiful. Like, yeah. oh, so I cannot, I know it's coming soon. So I cannot wait for it to come yeah. out. I really <laughs> wanted women to be like, I will keep this on my counter. I really wanted that, like to feel like this is a bottle that is beautiful and I want to look at every morning. You experience it with your eyes too. So it's not just like the sensation and like, I'm sure even with the ingredients you're describing, like the smell of it, the texture, like it, it becomes an experience that then becomes like a ritual that you can do for yourself as well. Yeah. So I know, cause you met, met, mentioned being a manifesting generator mm -hmm. and on your recent podcast series, you were kind of talking about, you know, using your human design to make content creation easy. And yeah. so how do you see like, Cause I'm a big fan of human design and I just think I always like to know everyone's human design. Cause I think that's just like an untapped way that you can use it in so many areas of your life, let alone your business. So can you dive into like using your human design kind of like maybe how you use it or like the ways you find that you can use it best for you, especially like in your business? Yeah, I'm definitely human design obsessed. I started studying human design probably six or seven years ago. And for probably the first two years, I was like just practicing on myself and my husband and like a couple of my best girlfriends was like, what, what does this really mean for us? There's so much to it. So if you're not familiar with human design, don't get overwhelmed when you first check it out. It's kind of this like mix of astrology and genetic coding and Kabbalah and the I Ching and uh, DNA, it's like, kind of, it's just wild. So, but it's, it's, it's really, it tells us so much. So one of the things I've been sharing a lot about recently, and I actually, I um, had just created a, a free masterclass to help people to use human design specifically for your content creation. And which is really helpful if you're a business owner and you're thinking, okay, I don't have a ton of time to create content, but I know I get really good leads from social media, or I would like to get good leads from social media, and I'm just not quite nailed how to do that. So the, the things that I recommend taking a look at in that regard is what is your type? So are you a manifesting generator, projector, reflector, um, generator, manifester, et cetera? Which, which type are you? And then go look at your profile lines, which I think we don't pay as much attention to our profile lines as we should. And your profile lines will tell you a lot about the type of content to create. So for example, I'm a one three, that's my profile type. And I've kind of given each of the profile lines their own content creation name to help you to really think about, okay, what, what will resonate for people and what will feel good for me to to use as my creation plan. So one is the secret genius. So think about as a one, for example, what are the things that you just are naturally really wise to? Like what's the stuff you know that other people wanna know? And for you, it's like, you just get it so deeply. That's the stuff you gotta be telling people about on social. Um, I use this example and I think this is like a really easy one for people to get. There's this woman that I follow. She is, she's like a hair. She's not even a hairdresser. She just like does her own hair. She is like the ultimate line one hair secret genius. So like all of her tutorials are like how to do a low bun in like four seconds <laughs> flat. And so I like look at what she's doing and I'm like, this is secret genius to a T because she's like, doo -doo 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 -doo, and it's like done. And everyone else who's watching it is like, how did she do that? So when she does these tutorial posts, 
she they go viral because it's like her secret genius is how to like do her own hair effortlessly so think about that like what is your secret genius if you're line one and then my other line is three which is the relatable queen so for me that means i need to tell my story i need to talk about what's working for me what what low points i've had what high points i've had and how i've been able to move through those and if you have a line three and you have that relatable queen energy like i have people will cheer you on when you share those things and that will really resonate and as a business owner people want to see my process because they 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 can relate to it they've probably gone through something similar whether that's in in their life or or business for example so I think those those things, that profile line and your type, taking a look at those things can help you so much and creating in a way that feels really good to you. Oh my, I, I just, I'm so interested in this because I feel like I've had some people come on with human design, but they never spoke to this like with this way with the profile lines and business. And I'm so intrigued. You guys didn't see it, but I was like smiling and so happy because I'm a five one. So when okay. you said the one about the secret genius, yes. like, this makes so much sense. Like, yup, yup, that's me. Like, that's the ease through which I create things. And when I, oh, so I need to go figure out the, the five. The five line. is the rebel. So you need to be challenging the status quo, AKA what you do. <laughs> so it's oh, like, oh my God, that's so true. Cause I, I challenging them like mm, this post is kind of like, mm, it's going to ruffle the feathers. Like I do it with love, but it ruffles feathers. So you just described, okay, everyone needs to go figure out their thing. I think even just any kind of work that you do, I feel like this could make you thrive in, in, you could apply this also to like other areas as well, like your working profession. For sure. Oh. For sure. Yeah. When you think about it from a content creation standpoint, you'll, you'll notice like there are people that do get ready with me videos, you know, where it's like, you're doing like face to camera, doing your makeup and talking about your thing that you're like, everything they have to say, you like are resonating with. And also you're like, how is she making that blush look so amazing? Like, and then there's other people that do it that feels cringy. And you're like, wait, why did I like it on this person? But now I'm like being a little weird and judgy about this person. And it's probably because I would say somewhere in their type or their profile, the person who you're like, oh yeah, I'm feeling it. Like it's, you want it, they, they've got something that you want and the other person you're like, no, this isn't exactly it. So if that person were to like change their approach and just deliver the same information, but in a different way, it probably would land with you quite a bit differently. So I think thinking about these things can really be helpful. Oh my, I'm so intrigued. This is so interesting. I'm, I love, I love that you taught me something about myself that I'm like, yes, okay, this makes sense. Yeah. Also why I dread, like, I, I can't do like the, like you said, the relatable over like the, I just, why I gravitate to like the kind of content I do. I'm like, oh, this makes sense with my, my profile lines yeah. and like where I feel like lit up about kind of sharing information mm -hmm. in that way. I'm like, oh, that's why this feels better. That's why if I try to do it that way, it doesn't like feel quite right. Yeah. Yeah. You're the rebellious secret genius. And so you're going to get the best results when you are being that showing up that way. Okay. So everyone needs to go. I'll have you send me the link for that so we can yeah. link it for everyone because yeah, I, I also want to sign up and everyone else is going to have to learn. Wow. That was like, so informative. Any last, like, hum I know you talked about even like just knowing your type and I've talked about this in the podcast before I'm a projector. And I feel like as soon as I start honoring like the projectorness as opposed to doing like a generator, oh my gosh, versus like 
I just don't have the capacity. I just don't work like a generator, but I feel like when we're trying to work against our type, that just causes so much resistance. And so I just think that everyone should always like learn about definitely like their type. Cause I think there's even so much freedom in that yeah. and like working with it will then allow you to be so much more efficient. Like I'm so much more efficient working and using my projectorness than trying to like operate as a generator because that's how I see Sally being, but that works for Sally because Sally is a generator. And then we try to maybe take it on. And even with your content example, like you could try to do it their way, but if it's not an agreement kind of with your type, with your lines, you're going to meet resistance and then you'll get either frustrated or bitter that it's not quote unquote working when it's like, Oh no, it's just the way you're kind of doing it. Right. Yeah. I I think that's really, really important. The one other thing I would, I would recommend taking a look at on your chart and I don't see people talk about this a lot. And I think it has a lot of power is the incarnation cross. And I think the reason people don't talk about it a lot is if you're familiar with human design, the words in human design can be a little wild where it's like, I don't even know what this means. Like what, what does this mean? The incarnation cross to like really break it down, that is the area where you can identify purpose on the chart. And when you look at a chart, you're going to see numbers running down either side of like what looks like a body. It's like a Mm -hmm. kind of looks like a chakra chart. The incarnation cross is the top two numbers on the left side and then the top two numbers on the right side. Then go do a little research on what each of those numbers mean those are your sun gates and your earth gates and they are said to be your highest gifts and talents on the left side it's the gifts and talents that your soul brought into this lifetime and then on the right side of the chart it's the gifts and talents that you basically acquired at the moment of your birth so it's this like really beautiful idea that you have this set of gifts and talents that you are inherently here to share. And when you can identify those, I really love to use those four points when I'm creating anything to really look through the lens of those four points and, and just check in, like, does this align with those four gifts and talents that I naturally have? And if so, I'm going to pursue it. So I think that's another really cool thing to check out that most people don't really know to look at on the chart. Yeah, no one has ever like talked to me about that or anyone else I've had out to human design has never like offered. I'm so glad you shared that. I'm going to go after this recording. I'm going to look at both. I'm going to yeah. Google. I'm going to figure it out because now I just need to know. Yeah, I think it's, it's cool. also my line one of like, I need to know. Once you like, oh, information, I just kind of consume it. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for bringing honestly so much value to this episode. I feel like I'm definitely going to re-listen about like, with the gates or the, the incarnation of like what that means and the profile lines you've just you've been an absolute delight to have on the show so like thank you for bringing so much value so much tangible things so much insight and honestly i just think this was such an uplifting episode for everyone so where is the best place to find you kind of share with everyone all the things yeah you can definitely find me on instagram it's wee wee girl on instagram it's o-u-i-w-e-g-i-r-l and then we have wee wee studio which you can find on instagram or online both of them wee wee girl.com wee wee studio.com wee wee studio is where we host all of our courses and we have tons of free resources retreats workshops etc and then wee wee girl is the blog lots of good reading and then of course you can come over and check us out at your wee wee bff podcast and of course, you have been a guest on the show as well. So definitely go come over and check check out that episode. So those are those are the places to find me. If you want to check out the beauty brand, it's Casa Noon Beauty on Instagram. So you can check it out there. 
Okay, beautiful. We'll have all the links. And honestly, I, I'm looking forward to everything. I feel like I'm just going to dive into your world and I just resonate with you so deeply. So thank, thank you, so, you much. so much for your time. Everyone go follow. Let me know your profile lines. Like go consume everything she said. Let, let it change your life and then come back and let me know. So thank, thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.